Sports Talk Chicago, John's Glow, John Meadows directing and producing. Great to talk and see all of you here on radio and TV, WKAN 105.5, the ticket, ACTV, Jet TV, WJOB and CD's 92.9 Talk FM or on sportstalkchicago.com. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the like button on all of our great videos as we try to approach 20,000 subscribers. And if you miss any part of today's show, especially if you're driving around listening on the radio on Saturday or Sunday or Thursday, wherever you may be, go back and go to sportstalkchicago.com or find the podcast in any of your podcast providers. We actually separate it up by segment and also by full show. So you can listen on demand anytime you want in case you miss it live on the radio or on TV. So Matt Eberflus may or may not be in trouble, which we talked about in segment one. But I know everybody's been wondering and has been asking, even in the comments section and just in general, what the hell is going to happen to Justin Fields? And he and I have a complicated relationship. Me and Justin, we got a complicated relationship. I, I mean, I don't talk to him. I don't know him personally. But we have a complicated relationship. I am still not convinced that he is fully the guy. And I'm okay to say that. I, I don't care what the backlash is going to be here. Because the fact is, even as we sit here today for Justin, 1,800 passing yards, 13 touchdowns, six picks, a 92 passer rating. The same, really the same numbers, taking out the running, as a Mitch Trubisky. Not kidding, not controversial, look it up. Same passing numbers as Mitch Trubisky, but he runs. So that kind of makes it a little bit different. The fact is, though, the Bears have a decision to make. Okay, Justin Fields is ending his third year going to be entering his fourth season obviously there could be a fifth year rookie option then a big payday which we've talked about at length but here's the other thing the bears are going to get the number one pick and potentially two picks inside the top 10 and the question now is what will the bears do because fields has shown some improvement quote unquote over the past two three games i still think i would actually argue that last year was better for fields not kidding i mean overall overall they lost more, but in terms of electricity, in terms of buzz, in terms of numbers as of right now, he had a better year last year than this year. So I don't see, I, I see a little bit more improvement as a passer, but he's still not in a lead or even an average passer. And we heard a report on NFL Network last week saying Bears executives are wondering, is he going to win them a Super Bowl? If they think it's unequivocal, it's an unequivocal yes that he could win them a Super Bowl, they're going to keep him. What do you think? Do you think today, honestly speaking, put please put fanalists aside for a second. Do you think today that Justin Fields will win the Bears a Super Bowl? No. Still has to develop. Could he develop into that quarterback? Yeah, maybe two, three years. But then we're talking about a guy who's been in the NFL five or six years already. CJ Stroud can win me something today. I don't know about a Super Bowl, but a playoff, playoff game for sure. Okay, that's a fact. So the point is. There's been talk now about what could happen to Justin Fields at the end of the year. And here's something that's interesting. This is a league source speaking to NBC Sports Chicago. And herein lies the conundrum for Ryan Poles and company. Quote, do you really want to be the GM that passes on Caleb Williams? If you don't know for sure that Fields is your guy at this point, he's probably not your guy. Betting on flashes and potential is a good way to get fired. If you pick Williams and he busts, it's probably not going to cost you your job. 
I understand why it's still a question. He's got talent and the tools you want for today's game, but is he going to win you a Super Bowl? And that opinion isn't unanimous. Now, this is a quote from an unnamed league source to NBC Sports Chicago. And I have to say, I agree with every single word. And that's the question the Bears have to consider. It's like in baseball. You know, every year, like around this time, the Hall of Fame ballot comes out. If you have to make a case for somebody to get to the Hall of Fame, probably not a Hall of Famer. If you have to sit here and pull out all the numbers and say, oh, I think this guy should have made it. He was overlooked. It was unfair. Probably shouldn't make it. Probably shouldn't be there. Should Scott Rowland be in the Hall of Fame? No, but he's there anyway. It's the same thing with Fields. It's a yes or no question. It's not a well, maybe, if, because here's the thing. If this was Justin Fields' second year, rookie year, you could say maybe if. He has time to develop. Even if it was his third year and the Bears did not have the number one pick, you got time to see what he could do in years four and five. The fact is, after this season, you have the number one overall pick again. You have a top quarterback waiting. Two top quarterbacks waiting. What are you going to do? And if the answer still is, which I think it is right now, I'm not sure, and that's a fair point, you got to do something. And if you stick with Fields and it doesn't work out, and then you pay him $200 million down the road, and he's a Daniel Jones-type quarterback, you're going to be really in for it if you're the Bears. You're going to screw yourself as a franchise. It can't be a maybe. It can't be, it can't be a I don't know. It has to be, all right, I know this. No, it's going to be true. I know he's going to be the guy. Let's ride with him. Let's make him a franchise guy because I'm going to have to pay him $200 million. That's a huge investment, maybe even more. I mean, Lamar Jackson, you know, uh, Russell Wilson, these guys are making $40, 50000000 million per year. Is anybody today prepared to offer Justin Fields that? The answer is no. Is Justin Fields going to win you a Super Bowl today? Today, not in two years, not in a year, today, right now. Answer is no. Sorry. Answer is no. So if that's the case, you have to plan accordingly. Now, I saw a different report. I want to float this to everybody. I want to float this to everybody. Might not like it. But there is the possibility now, and it's been being floated, could the Bears draft Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields? Could they draft Caleb Williams, make him sit a year or two, and keep Justin Fields around. I would support that if they did it. I'm on the record saying I would support it, and I'm all for it. Would it happen? Probably not, because everybody in Chicago is going to have a riot or something, going to be pissed off and cry about it. I can't believe you did that to Justin Fields. But I'll tell you what, it would actually be a smart decision that would certainly cover Ryan Poles' butt. Think about this. You got Justin Fields in year four. You got Caleb Williams, who's going to agree to sit for a season, learn from Justin Fields, and then Fields is still average or decent or okay. Goodbye, Justin Fields. Don't pick up his fifth-year option. You got Caleb Williams, who sat for a whole year learning. Now he comes in in his quote-unquote second year and makes an impact right away. I think it's a great idea. Will they do it? I'd say there's probably a 20% chance it'll occur. But I would be on board with that situation. So if that occurred, I'm all for it. And I think there's certainly a possibility. But that is something that's going to be debated. 
I'll just go back to this quote, though. Again, this is from an anonymous league source. Do you really want to be the GM that passes on Caleb Williams? Do you really want to be the GM that passes on Caleb Williams? I don't like Caleb's personality at all. I hate it. But you can't deny his ability in terms of talent. And then we talk about the contract game. Rookie contract. Going to be there for five years. Fields is entering year four. You're going to have to pay him at some point. So it's a really complicated situation. There are a lot of factors that go into it. And I think if some other factors were removed, it'd be easier. If the Bears didn't have the number one overall pick, I'd say keep Justin Fields. Mitch Trubisky got four or five years. Why shouldn't Justin? But they have the number one pick. That makes it complicated. That makes it difficult. What's going on with the coaching staff? I don't know. Should Justin Fields be here for a brand new coaching staff? Third coach for Justin in three, four years? No, that shouldn't happen either. So... It's complicated. It's tough. And I'm so happy I'm not making that decision. But the fact is, this is what the Bears have been dealt. And this is what they're going to have to choose to do. I just find it intriguing and interesting. I mean, here on one hand, you got Justin Fields. Everybody's clamoring for him because they're fanalists. And, I mean, he's, he's done better as a blade. He's done better as a blade. I'm going to concede that. And then you have the number one overall pick. And then you have the situation involving Fields and his contract. You might have to pay him down the road in a year or two. You got all these things just wrapped up together into one. This is not a black or white decision. The only black or white decision that Ryan Poles has to make is answering the question, does he win Super Bowls? Will he win you a Super Bowl? I'm not always an absolutist. You don't want to go to the absolute worst case scenario or the best case scenario, but in this situation, when you're deciding at a franchise quarterback and you got the number one overall pick and you may have to pay your current quarterback down the road if you don't choose a quarterback, these tough, absolute questions have to be answered. And it can't be a maybe. If he was a rookie, it'd be a maybe. Second year, it'd be a maybe. Third year without the number one pick, it'd be a maybe. Right now, though, you got to make a decision. Number one picks don't grow on trees. You don't just get them every single year. You get a first-round pick if you don't trade him away. You don't get the number one overall pick in a class that has two solid quarterbacks who'd be on rookie deals who have potential. So you got to make a decision. You have to answer the absolute question, the one big question. Is Justin Fields going to win you a Super Bowl champion? What do you think? Right now, not in a couple of years. You, you see, you can't come back at me and say, well, I think in two or three years he could. Well, by that point, it doesn't matter. Because you're going to pass on a number one pick. You're going to be paying him $40 million. And when you pay him $40 million, then the whole cap situation goes to crap. And then you have a situation in which your quarterback's your top-paid guy. You're going to be cap-strapped. You can't pay other people. And the whole team goes away and disintegrates. So it can't be, well, I think in a few years he could. Irrelevant. It won't matter. In a few years, they're not going to win anything if they're paying him $40 million. They pass on Caleb Williams. He turns out to be a stud, and you have no money to pay the rest of your team. You need to ask yourself that question and answer it today. Can Justin Fields win you a Super Bowl? And if you think he can, if you firmly believe it, then you know what? They should keep him. I don't think he can today. 
I think in a few years, it's certainly possible. But he needs more development. He needs more people around him. He needs a better coaching staff who, you know, is willing to call plays according to his strengths and actually cater to him. All of these things need to occur in order for him to be good. It's just like any quarterback. The good quarterbacks in good situations work out. Brock Purdy is a great example. I'm not taking anything away from him. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in football. There's no question based on the numbers. But if Brock Purdy was here in Chicago, he'd be another boss, like a like everybody says, a Tyson Bajan. He's very similar to a Tyson Bajan. Seriously. Last overall pick of the draft, kind of sitting around in the practice squad. Now he's the big starter, making things happen. If Tyson Bajan was in San Francisco, if Justin Fields was in San Francisco, they'd be superstars. They'd be superstars. Everybody would know who they were. Everybody would know who they were. If Brock Purdy was here, he'd be deemed a bust. Well, he wouldn't be a bust. He was the last overall pick, but he probably wouldn't even see the field. And if he did, it'd be a horrendous performance. Probably be, you know, one touchdown, three picks, and, oh, who's this Brock Purdy guy? Get him out of town. It'd be over. That's what would happen. Every quarterback's going to thrive in a good situation. The real, the true quarterbacks are going to be, hey, I don't really have a good team, but I'm still competing anyways. Russell Wilson, they're 7-6 and six in Denver. They're not a perfect team. They're not a great team. They're 7-6 right now. They recovered from an 0-3 start. They're contending for a playoff spot. Now, they have Sean Payton. They have a decent defense. But Russell Wilson's playing his butt off. And Russell Wilson's an elite, going to be Hall of Fame quarterback. He's a difference maker wherever he goes. Like it or not, it's true. Aaron Rodgers is a difference maker when healthy, wherever he goes. Now, do they win the Super Bowl? No. For some reason, Aaron Rodgers can't win more than one. But the fact is... In a regular season game with 12 minutes to go, right, I'm choosing Aaron Rodgers every time. Tom Brady, great quarterback, right? These are guys who win even when the cards are stacked against them, even when they don't have the best teams in the world. So then think about Justin Fields. And I know you can't compare Justin Fields to Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. I get it, but... On a microcosmic, on a microscopic level, right? You're talking about a situation where you have the number one pick in the wings. You may or may not have to pay Justin Fields. Your coaching staff may or may not return. And you're just trying to freaking win. You're just trying to win. What could I do as an organization to win? What could I do to be a Super Bowl contender year in and year out? What more do I need to do? The Bears have a lot of needs still, right? Secondary needs, offensive line needs. That's true. Maybe another pass rusher to help compliment Montez Sweat. That'd be great. But quarterback is not solidified as of today. Quarterback is still being debated and discussed as of today. And if it's still being debated and discussed, then I think your answer is there in the debate, in the fact that there needs to be a debate, in the fact that we're still arguing back and forth on whether or not he should stay. Fields. There's your answer. It's just like the Hall of Fame. If you have to sit here and build a case and pull out war and sit there and study everything to a T to say that this guy should be in and he was overlooked, he probably shouldn't be there. Probably shouldn't get in. And it's the same thing here. If you have to sit here and make a case and say, well, look at this one number. Okay, this looks kind of better. Irrelevant. Again, number one pick, contract coming up soon. And a team in flux. Tell you what, it'd be much easier for the Bears to win moving forward if they brought in Caleb Williams, rookie contract, 
five new years, new deal, a reset deal with an affordable quarterback, and then the defense gets even better. And they let's say they keep Matt Eberflus, and they finish this year 8-9, and nine, improve the defense, the defense carries, Caleb Williams develops, and next year they win 11 games, make the playoffs. They maybe lose out round one, but at least they're there. Or conversely, keep Fields, Sid Williams. Keep Fields for one more year and skip uh, Sid Williams. And I saw somebody say in this article, well, that'd be an unnecessary unnecessary situation for Fields. That'd be an unnecessary QB controversy. It'd be distracting. Suck it up. It's the National Football League. What are we, wimps? Mitch Trubisky to go through a QB controversy. I didn't see anybody sticking up for him. (laughs) or a lot of other quarterbacks in football have gone through QB controversies and have gotten better from it or have lost positions because of it. That's the reality of the game. Oh, that'd be an undue distraction. So what? The fact is that we can sit here today and say, I don't know if Justin Fields is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback or he could be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. If that's the case, then you have your answer and you have a couple of options to choose from. You could keep him and be shaky about it, You could get rid of him and draft Caleb Williams and have a brand new rookie and see what he could do. Or you could keep Justin, draft Caleb, have him sit a year, then have him be the starter. Have him learn for a season. I think that would be the best option in terms of productivity moving forward. Will they do it? Probably not. But it's something to think about. It's something to consider. All I'm saying is these next couple of weeks are going to be very interesting to see. And I ask all of you, and I implore all of you as you look into this situation, just remember the other factors that go into it. It's not just, I love Justin Fields, I want him to stay forever. It's, will he win you a Super Bowl? If the answer is, I don't know, he's not a rookie. There's the number one overall pick coming up, and there's the fact that you may have to pay him down the road. If he was a rookie, or if it was his second year, even if it was his third year, and these other factors weren't involved, I'd say keep Justin Fields. But the fact is you could draft a brand-new stud quarterback from USC at number one and really not miss a beat. That's something that has to be considered. And we'll see what the Bears end up doing. Be right back here on Sports Talk Chicago.